Good morning, I'm Howard Hale. Thanks for joining me for today's edition of the Horseman's Corner. Always great to have you folks along with us on the program. Here's what we've got lined up on the program today. First half of the show, I'll have with me as a co-host, Marty Martin, a horseman, well-known horseman from over at Berthoud, Colorado. And then the guest, first half of the show, will be Christy Kramer. And then the second half of the program, I'll be talking with Colleen Hamer, who's a Nebraska horsewoman. So let's get this started off with Christy Kramer. Christy, tell us what kind of a program you have and where you're located, would you? We have a large riding lesson program here. We're between Longmont and Boulder, uh, Colorado, and um, I teach students as young as four and as as young as 68, and we just have a wonderful time. It's a well-rounded program where we teach people to ride in the arena, on the ranch, moving horses, moving cows, being able to cover any sort of terrain, and being self-sufficient as a rider. And uh, it's a really wonderful program. Sounds interesting. Uh, Marty, you've uh, you've known Christy for a while, I take it? Oh, yeah. Do, do those people all have their own horses, or are you providing horses? We do both. We, um, we provide horses. I've got some wonderful uh, ranch horses that we use um, for both jumping purposes and moving cows and horses. And, um, and then also people will come and bring their own horses um, for new experiences or to relearn some experiences and try some different stuff. That's, that's very nice. I, I like that. It's what great. you're doing. It's a lot of fun, too. Yeah. What a great job. <laughs> Does, uh, One of my uh, favorites, and I'd like to hear more about it, is uh, you have a program called Cowgirl Adventures. Yes, I do. Would you talk about that? You bet. Uh, A little bit? Sure. Cowgirl Adventures is about taking women, and sometimes their husbands, out on uh, guided trips up in the high country. Um, We utilize Sombrero Ranches, many ranches. We lease them on a per-day basis, and... um, we get to either, you know, just go and explore on a 100,000-acre ranch out in Browns Park, which has a lot of history. Billy the Kid has been there. There have been, you know, major, major floods come through there. Um, and, and just some, there's petrified mangoes on top of the hill. I mean, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing piece of property. It also uh, shares a fence line with the San Wash Basin Wild Mustang Preserve. So from over the fence, we get to uh, see some just beautiful country and some wild horses, which a lot of people appreciate. We also have another trip where we take uh, people to a working horse ranch. It's a 20,000-acre ranch west of Craig uh, where we teach people about gathering horses on vast land and acreage and learning to, you know, bring them in, learning how to throw a rope. They learn how to crack a whip. Um, they get to have their own horse for the whole week, and uh, they really, it's really a lot of fun. In fact, some of the women show up with their hair done and their makeup on, and by the time they leave, I don't even know if they brush their teeth. <laughs> you know, they just have such a good time, you know. It's really, really a lot of fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Yes, yes, it you, does. Um, but these are... You call it Cowgirl Adventures, but you'll also take men. 
We do. You know, they, as long as they don't mind if we paint their toenails once in a while, you know, they can, <laughs> and they can fit in. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But, yeah, we do. We, you know, it's really, it's kind of on a, a like a private basis in the sense that if you have a group of three or more people, we will create a trip for you. Um, depending on the time of the year, preferably between April and October, we uh try and create these trips. So if you have, you know, you want to bring your husband or your son, um, or if you just want to bring all your girlfriends and just come out and, and have a wonderful experience, um, it's really suited towards whatever your specific needs are. We have horses that can accommodate riders that have never ridden before, and we also have horses that can accommodate riders that can really trot out for, you know, 5,000 acres at a time and, and be able to really cover some land. So it's really, it's really fun. It's a neat opportunity. Christy, how long have you been doing this? We've been doing the Cowgirl Adventures for about four years now, and I have been teaching for, well, I'm just going to say over 20 years. <laughs> um, you know, it, the Cowgirl Adventures, was, it was just kind of a spoof. I got invited uh, about 10 years ago to join Sombrero Ranch and gathering uh, about 800 horses from their Browns Park Ranch and driving them 75 miles to their Craig Ranch. And um, while I was driving these horses and out on the range for a couple of days, I got to daydreaming and thinking, what fun so many people could have doing something like this, and, but making it a little more intimate, a little, you know, 10 people at a time. And it, and it really it ballooned into something really fun, and we just have a great time with it. Christy, talk a little bit more about Sombrero Ranches, will you? Sombrero Ranches, they're, they're, Rex Walker is just really, he's a neat man. He's very supportive of people, helping people get up off the ground, you know, with a small business. And uh-huh. um, he's given us an opportunity to do that. And being that we have, you know, it's a seasonal adventure uh, for these people, um, their different ranches are in use at different times of the year, and so sometimes, obviously, the wintertime's not ideal, um, but the the, sum, the spring, summer, and fall is a really nice time, and, and Rex has given us, um, you know, the ability to contact him and say, we have a group of people, we'd love to go in June, what's available? And he's right there for us, and, and extremely, extremely supportive. Do you give these people some uh, instruction in horsemanship while you're at it on these uh, cowgirl adventures? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's imperative for their safety, you know, if they're just getting started. But it's also fun for people. It's, kind of, it's almost like a clinic, you know, um, but it's a several-day clinic. And it's, um, you know, getting the people to be comfortable out of the arena, getting them to be comfor- comfortable off of their small acreage, and being in a place where you literally have to ride to the top of the hill to make a phone call. You know, I mean, it's, it's that remote. And, and, and so they need to have that instruction to, to be able to succeed throughout the week. And then the people that already have, you know, a good basis to start with, they then learn to throw a rope and they learn how to crack a bowl with and they, they utilize the tools on the saddle to be able to help them. We run into rattlesnakes all the time. I had to chase one into a hole with my lariat the other day, just, just a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, with this hot weather, I'm sure there's a lot more snakes than we usually have. And, and so it's really quite fun. Um, and, and it gives the people a chance, as I said before, to succeed. And, and also, you know, perhaps to fill 
a childhood dream or an adventure that they might have daydreamed on before and give them an opportunity to do this. About how many of these do you put together during the summer? About two to three. Uh, again, it's, you know, it's tailored to specific groups' needs. Um, but in the past, we've done about anywhere from two to three trips throughout the year. This is a, you know, this is an, uh, an adventure for people, um, and we try not to do it like on a back-to-back basis. And that way, it's it's nice and fresh. We've got fresh horses for everybody, and uh, and you know they really enjoy it. So, where do these people tend to come from that go on these cowgirl adventures? We've had people come from Boston. We've had people mainly that are local here to Colorado. Um, we've had some people come up from Florida, and it's uh, you know we've it, it's really been kind of neat getting to meet people um, from all different com- you know parts of the country. Talk about what you do uh, with your with your uh, classes that you have uh, on a regular basis at your place, Christy. The classes that I have on a regular basis, um, well, you know, I teach Sunday through Thursday, and on Saturdays we also go out and ride it at Sombrero Ranches. Small, smaller ranches is only 400 acres in Niwot, uh, Colorado, and the lesson program itself is geared towards uh, the rider being comfortable, not just riding in the arena, but being able to ride from their house to my house and be comfortable with whatever's in their way, whether they have to go through a gate or go over a ditch or jump over a log or they've got to c- cross through a herd of cows or horses or, or something along those lines. So what they're comfortable dealing with any situation, and that's my goal for every student. When they're just getting started and they're in the beginner beginner part of the lesson program their goal is to be able to do what i call ranch riding and that's a two-hour ride that i take people out on once or twice a week and um, gives them a chance at whatever pace they're ready for to be able to ride amongst loose horses and loose cows and in a comfortable setting from there they learn how to to move and gather those herds of cows and horses and And from there, then they can learn to do some corral work. And so it's a stepping stone process um, for them. And and the long-term goal is that they're self-sufficient before they're ready to buy their own horse, if that's what they choose to do. And I suppose there are quite a few of these people that never do buy their own horse, but uh, just come and ride with you from time to time. Absolutely. We have several really nice lesson horses, and they're... They're come, they come from very wonderful homes, and I have a retired pickup horse that has been at the National Finals Rodeo a few times. He's been a ranch horse his whole life, and I believe he's coming on 18 this year. And uh, he's is, that the, is that the horse you rode at one of our clinics? <clears throat> uh, that's Smoke, Marty. He's a Gruya horse that we have, uh-huh. and he uh, we've had we've brought him to the clinics that you guys host several times. Yes. Okay. Yep, and uh, he is just wonderful. We have um, we just purchased a Belgian thoroughbred cross that is just seven, and he's just getting started. But he has a wonderful start, and he you, know, you can rope off of him. You can move cows with him. He's not real inclined to go quickly. Um, we have horses that are you know a little bit older than that that are just you know a little quieter, a little slower. We have horses that have a little more chutzpah. <laughs> that that would like to go, but they're all very fun, and they can pr- 
pretty much do all the same thing on every single one of them. Do you uh, train any of the horses yourself? I have. Um, several of the horses that I use in our lesson program, I one just turned 20 this past weekend. He, I started him when he was five years old for a, for a client. When he turned about 14, 15, she decided she was ready to sell him, and I wasn't ready to let him go, so I purchased him for the school. And, uh, and he's just been wonderful. Um, and I work with a lot of clients' horses as well, um, and tailored to whatever their needs are. Um, you know, it's not a specific discipline that we teach at our farm. Well, we've run a little over time, but let's take a break right now and hear from the people who make this program possible, our sponsors. And you folks stay tuned. We'll have more for you in a moment. You're listening to The Horseman's Corner. Welcome back to the Horseman's Corner. I'm Howard Hale, host of the program, and along with me, co-host Marty Martin and our guest, Christy Kramer. Yeah, because uh, horsemanship is horsemanship. Doesn't make any difference what the discipline is, does it? Absolutely. You bet. That's right. That's right. We, you know, if you, it doesn't matter. You know, I have some of my, my guys will come and ride. Well, I've only ridden Western my whole life. And I said, well, you're going to learn to ride English, too. <laughs> and they do, but they... So that's the easiest way for them to get over a log or a jump where they can be comfortable, you know, and, and then they then they go back to their comfort zone in their western saddles and, you know, we, some of them prefer I probably didn't say anything, you know, <laughs> they write English, but they but they sure learn a lot and it's it's really kind of fun. It also makes them a much more well rounded rider. So. Do you have uh, Marty writing uh, writing uh, English? Have you been doing that, Marty? No, I, I have, have not and will not. Uh, oh, see? <laughs> Marty, if we get together, I won't tell, okay? <laughs> okay. I, you know, the only way I'd write English is, is if I could talk uh, Christy out of her horse that she calls Pocket. I'd like to see, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'd like to see Pocket go from Christy's Pocket to my Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> He is a treat, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a nice horse. You yeah. know, Christy, I understand that you've got um, some cattle, a cattle drive coming up next yes, year. Do. Yes, we do. Yes. That, that and that's we, uh, in May? We're shooting for May. Yes, probably 2013. the tail. Correct. Yes, the tail end of May 2013. We're going to put together a cattle drive, and that'll be either in Nebraska or in Wyoming. Wow. Um, the people that I've spoken with about utilizing their land, we just missed an opportunity, Marty, to gather, oh, I don't even know how many thousand head of cow-calf pairs. And their ranch literally was 20 by 22 miles, 20 miles wow, by 22 no miles. And that took them over a week to gather that land. And Under how so, many acres that calculates out to be? I don't be? know. I don't even know. And I that don't was know in how to do it when it's when you're figuring it from those from by miles. That's huge. Do you have, so, you've moved cow calf pairs before, haven't you, Christy? Absolutely. Yep. That's a little yep. different than moving yearly, isn't it? Sure is. It's a lot slower, you know, and yep. you got to really. You got to really manage the the cow calf pairs that they don't lose their babies. Oh yeah, 
That's a hard one. And I was, on, when I you're... was on one of those where the people didn't know how, and those calves all ran back. Oh. And it was, oh, it was a wreck. Well, you know, and they and all they... turned back. Absolutely. It they was go back a wreck. to their little hidey places. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really, and you've got to be really slow and, and methodical yeah. and have a game plan and a destination to go to. And uh, uh-huh. and have basic sense. <laughs> it doesn't take much, you know. But just kind of knowing, knowing, and having a good, really good leader, you know, uh-huh. a good a good trail boss that has a good game plan and can create a good setting and scenario for everybody to have a responsibility, especially when you're on that vast of a chunk of land. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're. Um, trying to, you have, you have some other drive besides the cattle drive. Was that a horse drive or? Yeah, well, there's, uh, Sombrero Ranch has their annual horse drive, and that is the first weekend in May. In May. 2013. Mm-hmm. And that, they, they winter their horses in Browns Park, uh, Colorado, and which is kind of on the way to Vernal, Utah from Craig. And they they gather that. That's about a hundred thousand acres. They gather that land uh, for about a week, and then they get the horses all corralled up, and then we drive them about seventy five miles to their Craig Ranch, which is called Big Gulch Ranch, and it's about ten miles west of Craig. And that's the first part of May. Uh, we have a cowgirl ad- adventure trip planned for the weekend of May. I believe it's May fifteenth to the twentieth of 2013, and that will be at the Big Gulch Ranch, where we will get to ride and work amongst these, oh, probably anywhere from 600 to 1,000 head of horses, um, depending on how many they put out for winter pasture this year. And um, we'll be helping the cowboys bring them in every morning. Uh, They bring them in to shoe them and doctor them and and warm and vaccinate them before they send them off to their camps or their ranches that they have to work on for the summer. Wow. And so our Cowgirl Adventure will be sharing the property. And uh, in the mornings we gather and sort those horses off for the guys. And then during the day we go and explore. Uh, there's beautiful eagle's nests up there that you can actually ride up a cliff and then look down upon the eagle's nest. And, uh, wow, that would be just, nice. Oh, it's just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And again, it's one of those places where you have to, You'd ride to the top of the hill just to make your telephone work, which is just fine by me. <laughs> Christy, give us a little bit of your give us a little bit of your background. How you got started with the horses? You said you've been doing this for about twenty years, so you must have started when you were a kid. What was that start? How did how did you get started doing this? Well, I, I've always had a passion for horses, and. Um, my family is not uh, ranch inclined. They're not farm inclined. They we had dogs and cats, and um, but I, I've always wanted to have the horses. And so I went to Colorado State University and studied in the equine science program when it first came out in uh, 1987. And from there, I uh, I wanted to again be with the horses, and I, I helped start the Peak to Peak Pony Club, which is a recognized. Um, United, with the United States Pony Club, and I grew up riding English, and I grew up riding jumpers and competing. Blue Cloud Farms, which is in Longmont, Colorado, they hired me in 1995 
to come and work for them uh, as their beginner writing lesson program teacher. And um, I worked for them for about nine years. And uh, from there, I decided I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep teaching or if I should, you know, move on. I was in a transition in my life, and and I had a woman contact me, and she wanted to help me me to help her start a uh, a small kind of a boutique barn, which is, you know, small. It's really customized for people's needs, no more than ten horses, and a small lesson program. And I said, well, I'm not sure. And, she talked me into it. So I went to Sombrero Ranch. And I said, well, Christ, I need school horses, like, tomorrow. So I went to school. <laughs> I went to Sombrero, and I said, can I lease some horses from you? And that was about 15 years ago. And uh, and they they were wonderful. I became great friends with them. We bought and sold and leased over 40 horses from them uh, since then and really enjoyed them. They put up a wonderful horse. They... They, you get exactly what you, you ask for. If it's not what you need, you can take it back. Change, you literally trade it in for another one. There's so many to choose from. And, uh, and that's how I got started. Then Sombrero asked me to help with the horse drive, and people started asking me if they could go ranch riding, and, and it just developed into this really well-rounded program. And I'm just tickled. Really been having so much fun with it. Who are some of the people you learned your horsemanship from that have that have been influential as far as your horsemanship is concerned? You know, obviously Marty Martin has been in the last few years that I've gotten to know Marty. He's just been such a treat to work with. I, uh, you know, I gained so much knowledge just from watching and learning and watching other people learn from other instructors and teaching with them. And and uh, I got a nice chance to work with Dick Ayers. And Dick Harris has since passed a few years back, and he ran the quarter horse program and the riding, uh, the Western Riding Lesson program at Blue Cloud. Um, he was an amazing horseman, and uh, and a hoot to work with it, at that as well. Uh, Helen Gould, who also owns Blue Cloud, uh, she's so I still ride with her, and I've ridden with her and, and taken lessons from her for over, gosh, 18 years now, and. Uh, really really been a treat and I've gotten to do a little work with Buck Branneman and I'm looking forward to you know doing some more work with him in the future um, and uh, I think so much of it we gain just from the students that we work with as well um, I get a small opportunity to work with people with physical and mental challenges and uh, I have to say they're some of the best teachers to begin with um, just learning from our students and being able to listen to them and hear what they what they want to learn and where they want to go with their horsemanship. And uh, I think the students are large teachers as well. Well, Christy, we've just about, about run out of time for this segment of the Horseman's Corner. Why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you if, if they'd like to learn more about your program? Well, thank you. My name is Christy Kramer, and they can reach me by email at horsetails44 at gmail.com. And uh, so that's a good. That's the best way to get in touch with you. Then that's the best way they can reach me. Um, I can, uh, you know, they can reach me by that way. I can direct them in a different way. They can come by the farm and check us out. Um, they can go and check out cowgilladventures.net, and um, and that'll pull up some information, contact information, and pictures of what we do out there, um, and on the ranch as well. 
Well, Christy, thanks a lot. Uh, Marty, thanks for the help as being the co-host on today's program. And uh, Christy Kramer, excellent lady to talk to and sounds like you're doing some really fun things. You come back and talk to us again, will you? I look forward to it, Howard. Thanks so much for your time today. And you too, Marty. I appreciate it. You bet, Christy. And you folks stay tuned. We'll have more for you in a moment. You're listening to the Horseman's Corner.